Welcome to the Miller Group Real Estate Show, Amelia Island's number one source for real estate news, market analysis, and more. Starring top producing real estate agents, James and Dave Miller. The Miller Group is your go-to real estate advisor for the plantation and Amelia Island. Now to our hosts, James and Dave Miller. Welcome to another episode of the Miller Group Real Estate Show. This is James Miller, and today we're going to take a look at our local real estate market for the month of May, both Nassau County and the Plantation, as well as review a few headlines that uh, cover what's happening across the country in terms of real estate. Um, you know, it's it's amazing to see everyone here for Memorial Day this past weekend. From what I hear, the Omni and the Ritz were at very high occupancy, and, and you could tell from all the activity around. I don't think I've seen that many people driving around on golf carts in a long time. And while I know this is worrisome for for some people for health reasons, and I certainly understand that, um, it was at least good to see these things uh, happening for our local economy, which is really heavily uh, based on tourism. I was speaking actually with a local retail business owner who said that their sales on Memorial Day this year beat their sales from Memorial Day last year. So that was pretty impressive. I wasn't expecting to hear that. And uh, it'll be interesting to keep a pulse on all of this and see if this trend continues or what happens over the next few months. I know that real estate market has certainly been busy. Um, you would think that real estate would be pretty slow considering everybody's lockdown and stay-at-home orders, but I know the Miller Group has been really busy helping our clients with their real estate needs. In fact, we're doubling the number of people we're helping and we're selling all of our listings. So if you know anyone who could use our real estate help, we'd love to hear from you. You can text me or call me directly at 904-557-5720, or you can send me an email at james at Miller Group of Amelia. You know, we're just so thankful to be in a position to help so many people and appreciate all of our listeners who's tuned into our podcast. Um, also thankful for EXP Realty. EXP is the uh, is the company that brokers the Miller Group. And, you know, we decided to switch to EXP Realty last year because we believed they were the future. Um, they were on the leading edge of technology and where the brokerage model is going to move in the future. And, uh, you know, they're the only company that is completely virtual. And they have been that way since their inception in 2009. For over 10 years, they've been completely virtual. And in fact, they own Verbella, which is a technology company that builds virtual campuses and offices for other companies. It's actually a stock that you might uh, want to take a look at. It's, um, it's owned by EXP World Holdings and their uh, their marker is EXPI. So you might want to just take a look at that, by the way. They're also working on a way to take their technology and incorporate it into Facebook. So I think there's a lot of really big things coming in the future with this company. But uh, since EXP has been virtual since 2009, when the coronavirus hit, the Miller Group didn't miss a step. And I think this is part of the reason we've been able to help so many clients this year, even while all uh, so many businesses were locked down. And while everybody was sheltering at home, our virtual brokerage was able to really assist us. And so for any other agents out there listening to this podcast, because I know we have other local agents who listen to our podcast to keep up with market trends, you should definitely consider joining us at eXp Realty. It is the future and it can really help your business. Don't want to go into specifics on this podcast, but if you're just a little bit curious and want some more information on eXp Realty, just text eXpai. 
That's E-X-P-A-I, stands for EXP Amelia Island, to 31996, and you'll receive a quick video about the company. Again, that's E-X-P-A-I to 31996. All right, so let's get started today by uh, looking at some national headlines about the housing market. You would, as I mentioned before, you would think that the real estate market is pretty slow, but we're seeing it bounce back pretty quickly. Um, an article in Housing Wire's uh, headline was "Jump in Mortgage Applications for Home Purchases Shows Buyers Are Back." Applications for mortgages to purchase homes gained for the sixth consecutive week to a level that was 6.7 higher than a year ago, back when a deadly pandemic wasn't interrupting the spring home buying season. A seasonally adjusted index measuring purchase applications jumped 9% last week, according to a report from the Mortgage Bankers Association. Applications for refinancings fell 0.2% from the prior week, though the level was 176% higher than a year ago. Last week's so-called purchase apps were up 54% from early April when most U.S. states were under lockdown orders to keep people at home in an effort to stem the spread of COVID-19. The housing market is continuing its path to recovery as various states reopen, leading to more buyers resuming their home search, said Joel Kahn, an NBA associate vice president. The surge in purchase demand drove the overall index, measuring both purchase and refi applications higher by 2.7% on a seasonally adjusted basis from the prior week, the report said. Demand is being driven by shortage of homes on the market that preceded the epidemic, coupled with mortgage rates near the lowest level ever recorded. The supply of properties on the market at the end of April was 1.47 million, the National Association of Realtors said last week. That's the lowest level ever recorded for the month, said Lawrence Yun, NAR's chief economist. Last week, the average U.S. rate for 30-year fixed mortgage dropped to 3.24%, with one basis point or within one basis point of all-time low set two weeks earlier, according to Freddie Mac. So uh, that's an interesting combination to be seeing coming out of the, the coronavirus uh, pandemic with uh, housing being extremely in short demand and mortgage rates being very low. It's kind of hard not to expect there to be a, a spike in purchases across the country. And we're actually seeing the same thing begin to happen here in Amelia Island. It's interesting this past weekend talking to so many people from other parts of the country who were maybe in states that had uh, a little bit stricter lockdown measures. And a lot of these people are interested in purchasing second homes here um, as a as a place to kind of escape when they want to be able to get at least outdoors. You know, maybe they're not comfortable going to restaurants and doing things like that. But at least while they're locked down at home, they want to be able to get out on a bike or get out on a golf cart. And Amelia Island really is the perfect place for that. So when we look at Nassau County, what's going on in May? Now, these statistics are based on May 1st through May 28th. So it, I'm missing a few days, so it's not the complete data set. But I think it gives you a pretty accurate uh, idea of what's happening in our local real estate market. So for Nassau County, we are seeing uh, trends of of tightening inventory. So new listings in the month of May, new, uh, homes and condos that came on the market were down 36% compared to last year, while new pendings were also down. Now, new pendings are homes that go under contract, and it's a, it's a signal of what the future sales are going to look like. 
So new pendings were also down, but they were only down by 9% compared to the new listing inventory, which was down 36%. And this is on top of an active listing inventory that is down 24% compared to last year. So if you look at the number of new pending sales and compare it to inventory, we had 16% of the active inventory went under contract this May versus 14% last year. So while the number of new homes and condos that went under contract was down compared to last year, it actually uh, was up when you compare it to the fact that inventory was lower this year. So there were fewer homes available for people to buy. That's a pretty amazing statistic. Um, when you break it down into homes and condominiums, it was uh, definitely uh, fewer, act- there's fewer activity in condos just because in terms of numbers, because there are fewer condos around. Um, condo New condo listing for Nassau County was down 44% in May. New pendings for condos in Nassau County were down 18.5%. And inventory overall was down 18%. Homes was down, uh, new listings were down 34%, while new pendings were only down 4%. There were only six fewer new contracts on single-family homes in Nassau County in May compared to last year. That's, that's amazing. And this is on top of an inventory level that is down 25.5%. That's pretty incredible. Only six fewer sales on an inventory that is down 25.5% which is roughly about 300 homes. So uh, definitely there are buyers out in Nassau County and they are looking to purchase property. Um, Amelia Island Plantation uh, saw some similar trends. What's interesting, a new total uh, for homes, lots, and condos, the number of new listings in May for the plantation were down 28%. The number of new pendings Uh, was down 32%, while the average inventory in May was down 15%. So we did see a lower number of new pending sales compared to new listings for the plantation. However, when you break that down into condos and homes, it tells an interesting story. So uh, when you look at home sales, that's really where we lost the number, uh, where we lost new uh, contracts or new properties going under under contract. Um, condos had the same number of contracts as last year. So 11 went under contract to May of this year compared to 11 for May last year. Um, and inventory is about the same. Inventory was the average monthly inventory for condos was 59 this year compared to 57 last year. So condo market was actually ticking about the same as what it was doing last year. Home sales is where we lost some numbers. We only had four go under contract this year compared to 10 last year. Now, what's interesting about that is our inventory levels. So overall, single family home inventory on the plantation was down 38%. There are, there were 20 or there are currently 28 homes either on the market or under contract compared to 45 last year. That's a big drop. And when you break it down in further and look at what type of inventory there was, Um, We really are seeing a shortage in the 1 million and less price range. So the inventory for 1 million and up is about the same as last year, but for inventory 1 million and less is down drastically. There's only 10 properties listed as active inventory. 
um, compared to 24 last year. And when you compare that to the fact that 77% of single family home sales within the plantation were in the 1 million and under category last year, you can see why the number of um, home sales are down. So really, what's all the uh, what is the takeaways from this? I think what we're experiencing right now is a definitely a seller's market that is going to continue at least for the next few months. I think we're going to see a surge of people looking to purchase properties um, with interest rates being as low as they are. Uh, that's just I think a trend that we're we're gonna it's going to be unavoidable to see. And our area is going to be very attractive to those who are maybe able to start working remote now and are looking to get out of metropolitan areas with denser populations like Atlanta and New York and Chicago. Um, In fact, I've seen a lot of folks that I've been showing properties to this week um, from those areas that are looking to, to purchase a property here for that exact reason. Now, what we don't know is what's going to happen in the future, of course. Um, I think we could see things cool off when we hit the fourth quarter and get into the fall. Um, there's always the, the risk of coronavirus um, coming back out and potentially certain states issuing more lockdown orders. We have no idea where what's going to happen in that area. Um, but we also, I think, will start to feel some of the economic ramifications of the, uh, the coronavirus. When you think of all the number of businesses that have closed, um, I don't have statistics on that, but you know the unemployment levels are extremely high. Um, so there's just, I can't imagine that that's not going to eventually cause some impacts in the real estate market. And, you know, it's, it's really going to be about two competing trends. Uh, the, the downturn of, or economic ramifications from coronavirus negatively impacting the national real estate market. And then the, I think demographic and, and, um, trends of people looking to move to Amelia Island as they can work remote more and as trends of uh, people wanting to get out of the cities and move to less densely populated areas. I think that's going to be a big bonus for our local market. So we're really going to have to see how those two trends, which one is stronger and and in order to determine where the long-term trend for our local real estate market is. So if you're uh, someone that is interested in buying or selling, I think You know, we always say it's a good time, right? And people in the real estate industry. But I do think from a buyer's perspective, you're you're you have really low interest rates, historically low interest rates. So um, it's definitely a time to consider uh, purchasing, if not refinancing Um, you. And for those of you that might be interested in selling, you know, I think it's definitely going to be strong and low inventory over the next few months. And while I can't say whether that's going to change or not in the fall, um, you know, my guess is that this next couple of months is going to be one of the best times to sell here in Amelia Island. So if you uh, do need any help again with real estate, please just reach out to us. Give us a call at 904-557-5720. And, uh, you know, just really excited about um, the potential of Amelia Island in our area. It, it really, over the last 10 years, Amelia Island's got on the map. And for those of us who have been here a long time, it's hard to imagine that it wasn't on the map before. But I remember traveling to places um, out in California and other areas where when people would ask me where I was from, I'd say Jacksonville because they had never heard of Amelia Island. Well, now, anywhere I go and I mention Amelia Island, people know of it. I was out in Napa last year, actually, and anytime I told people I was from Amelia Island, they immediately knew what I was talking about. So 
I just think it's only natural that more and more people are going to discover our beautiful little slice of paradise here. And there'll be good and bad that comes with that. But in terms of housing and home values with limited inventory, and there's only so much property on the island, I think that there's nowhere long term for home values to go but up. So good things, I think, are going to be coming for Amelia Island in the future. And we just have to get through any road bumps that uh, continue to arise around this coronavirus and the economic ramifications of how we react to it. So stay tuned for future episodes of the Miller Group Real Estate Show. Thanks so much for listening today. And we'll be with you back next week.